0: All right, everybody, dust off your detective gear. We've got some mysteries for you to solve on the Colleen and Bradley Show on my talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, and we are the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's
2: trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra, Cobra Gang.
0: If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the
2: So uh, I found a website of blind items. What are blind items, you ask? Not things that have no sight. We'll hear uh, about uh, what they are in more detail in a moment. But this all has to do with the sexual assault allegations going on. And essentially, I read an article that said, hey... I know you all uh, think the media is doing a great job on covering these things, but somebody's been doing it for years, and it's somebody on a website called Crazy Days and Nights. And it's somebody who is, uh, according to multiple sources, an entertainment lawyer in Hollywood who has been dropping a dime, several dimes, on people throughout Hollywood regarding their inappropriate behavior, much of which has now come to light in the wake of these sexual assault allegations and rape allegations and molestation allegations. So. I saw that article and I thought, I need to hear more. Uh, And I read that I can tell you at length about this particular person. Holly, I sent um, or I showed her this link because I knew she uh, likes things like this and she became obsessed with it. But here's what I want from you and our listeners is to help uncover some of these blind items. So, Colleen, maybe you just want to give people a general uh, 411 on what a blind item is.
0: Okay, so basically a blind item is a story that tells you enough about who the person is and how we might know them and what they're doing, but doesn't name the name. So basically a a blind item is going to walk you through enough of the story to try to make an educated guess about who it's about. And Bradley has examples of blind items that we are going to try to solve. So
2: here's an example, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Now let's all do this together. Apparently now, again, this is a blind item on this website, crazy days and nights. Uh, and, have a listen. Apparently, this former reality star turned singer, turned B-list actress on his on a hit network show, is hoping she can get this former A-plus list rapper to work with her on the album she is recording. Hey, he goes on to say, at least she won't have to have sex with him like she is with the old guy producing her record.
0: Okay, now. Okay, that sounds remarkably like it is talking about... Um Catherine McPhee, Yep, she would be the singer in question, mm-hmm. a reality show singer. Um,
2: so that would be the, the former reality yep. star turned singer turned B list actress on a hit network show. Mm-hmm. Catherine McPhee Okay, would follow or would meet all those requirements. Okay, so
0: give me another clue. What was what was the other clue of who so, would be trying to guess?
2: She's hoping to get this former A list rapper.
0: Former A list rapper.
2: And Hmm. it says A plus list rapper. So like super top of the, you know, top of the heap top of the rap heap.
0: So like somebody like a Kanye West who used to be at the very, very top of his rap game and maybe slid a little bit.
2: And hey, at least she won't have to have sex with him like she is with the old guy producing her record. So who would be producing Catherine McPhee's record? I didn't know this, but other people who've done the work for us tell Mm -hmm. us that it is David Foster. Yes. So that's the blind item. So the blind item Mm. is, you know, we mysteriously give you some hints. You fill in the details. And I will tell you, I could go down the list of Kevin Spacey, Matt Lauer, name people who have been um, accused of sexual assault, uh, sexual assault, sexual um, impropriety. And I guarantee you. Uh, There has been a post about them on crazy days and Hmm. nights. And what's interesting about this website is that he will actually call these people out or commenters will then do the work, you know, do the sleuthing for you. Um, So like we just did, we can tell you who we think he's talking about.
0: Okay. So uh, do you want to give us another clue? And then if you listeners uh, can understand or, or think you can crack the code, give us a call at 651-641-1071.
2: Okay. So I'm just going to give you another random okay. one and you tell me who you think this is. Okay. Uh, this permanent A-list singer. So that means somebody who's like permanent, permanent A-lister. A-list singer. From an initialed band... Okay, hold an on. An initialed band that is also permanently A-list is really sweating things out right now. My guess is that underage teen bo- is that the underage teen boy he kept sexually assaulting who starred in one of his videos is probably not the only underage teen he slept with. Okay. So that would mean an A-list singer from an initialed band, a band that's made up of initials, initials. and they're permanent A-listers. So what's a permanent A-list, A-list band?
0: band. Um, okay. I, I that that's that's the name is initials. Answer, by the way. I know I'm trying to think of initialed A list bands. Um, did you have any ideas about this? And I need an A list band that's
2: so nothing all is initials. jumping out to you. That's no. fine. I mean, we don't have to do the, the but work. but it's a, it's a
0: boy band, it sounds like
2: it doesn't say it, just says an initialed band. Okay. And if it were a boy band, I actually have seen other posts about people in boy bands that would call that out, so I mm. wouldn't be surprised if.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: So that's one. Okay. Holly, did six you five one six thoughts? four
0: one one zero oh, seven one. If if you if that's uh, if you think you can crack that code, halls.
1: Ah, it's a pretty difficult one. Here's one that
2: I think you might find easier. So sit with this, and mm-hmm. I think we've got some guesses for you. Okay. If you don't, apparently, and again, this is a blind item from Crazy Days and Nights. This is a guy who has called out Kevin Spacey, Matt Lauer, etc., Harvey Weinstein, to name a few. Apparently, the drug use is so bad with this one or excuse me, with this on again, off again celebrity couple who are on again for the 34th time that they can't even sit still for an hour or two at a weekly event. Well, in their case it's a twice weekly event. Hmm. So drug abuse with an on again off again celebrity couple who are on again for the 34th time.
0: And what was what's the what's the uh the twice-weekly event?
2: So they can't sit still for an hour or two at a weekly event. Well, in their case, it's a twice-weekly event. They're constantly leaving and coming back.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Now, people on this uh, particular... So what is something people do once a week?
0: Something you do once a week?
2: Like you do this once a week. I don't. Um, you do it on Sunday.
0: Oh, go to church.
2: Yep. Okay. So think of a celebrity couple who's on again, Ah. off again, who might be going to church. Okay. Think of a celebrity couple who's on again, off again, who might be going to church, whose church has actually been in the news.
0: They're Scientology? Nope, Nope. Not
2: Scientology. It's kind of that celebrity church. And he, the he and the couple has had like a relationship with the founder of the church.
0: Why am I not? I'm totally drawing a blank.
2: It's okay. Think singers, pop stars.
0: Okay. Um,
2: On again, off again, pop stars. Two pop stars. Okay. Mm A-list.
0: Why? I'm terrible at this.
2: Justin Bieber. Oh, and and Selena Selena Gomez. Gomez. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yes. (gasps)
2: That's who they're alleging in this blind item. Interesting. Thank you. Is perchance the same people okay. so again there's no proof here but here's what i want to tell you so a lot of people will say oh we got to go
0: oh we do have to go but i do want carrie paul and heather to stay put because they think they've got answers to that initial band
2: oh good 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 and
0: good. Uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit more about mm, other things that bradley was able to learn and uncover from this blog with blind items after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 107.1 Lori and
2: Julia. What year was this song okay. a big hit? Oh, I love this. this is how we do it. New year. 91. Uh, no. 93. Uh,
0: no, no. That song was <laughs>
2: 1990. Uh, 90, 92. <laughs> 94. Uh, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 95. Okay. Uh, 95. I, I got it. Who's the I, artist? Do you remember? Bootsy Collins Collins,
0: <laughs> Lori <laughs> 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 and Julia With producer Donnie Love On My Talk 107.1 Everything entertainment We've been asking you to help us solve Some blind items on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1 We've been streaming live here at MyTalk 107.1 And doing everything entertainment I'm Colleen Lindstrom That's Bradley Trainer And hey. Bradley, read that blind item again That we were trying to figure out About the initial band singer
2: This permanent A-list singer from an initialed band that is also permanently A-list is really sweating things out right now. My guess is that the underage teen boy he kept sexually assaulting, who starred in one of his videos, is probably not the only underage teen he slept with.
0: Okay, so we've got a couple callers on the line who think that they can crack that code. Let's start with Paul. Paul's on the line. Paul, what is it that you wanted uh, to say about that blind item? My initial guess when I heard it was you too, but I'm not really sure because I don't know much about Bono, to be honest. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. You too. Okay. We will, we will consider that, put Paul. that on the list. Thank you very much for calling. Let's go to Heather. Heather thinks that she can crack the code as well. Hi, Heather. Hi. <laughs> okay. So what do you think? Uh, explain to us what you think that blind item is. I
2: think it's the lead singer of REM. But oh, I can't R-E-M. remember his his name. Michael, Michael Stipe. Yes, yes. Because when you said initials, and, yes, like, I thought of losing my religion uh-huh. and all the young.
1: But
0: that's my guess. Oh, interesting. Thank you so much, Heather. Well, you're you not alone. Have people
2: have said. Uh, people have suggested. Or Holly, was it you that suggested that? Holly's busy. She's busy. Okay. I'm not busy
0: anymore. Oh, she's done
2: being busy. Did you suggest that it was REM, Michael Stipe? Uh, I actually read the comments
1: uh, on that initial post off of the blog, and a lot of people said Michael Stipe from REM, and I was like, okay, well, hmm, hmm, interesting. Interesting. Again, these
2: are allegations, and they're blind items, but I will tell you that that your guesses might be wrong, but the information within these blind items at crazydaysandnights.net has actually paid off in terms of reporters have gone in and proven where this person is correct. Yeah. And that this person is an actual, it's not just somebody parading. They've actually done anonymous sourcing to prove that this uh, entertainment lawyer is, is a legit individual in Hollywood.
0: This is so interesting. Well, we did get an email from our listener, Susan, who said, I feel like the worst fan for not telling you about CDAN, Crazy Days and Nights. I've been reading the blog for years and I haven't been surprised by anything that has come out. He even posted yesterday about Brian Singer's parent illness before the statement came out, which leads us, Bradley, to uh, how you came upon Crazy Days and Nights. This blog written by an entertainment lawyer who writes blind items.
2: Well, and one of the things that I came across when I found this particular blog was uh, a blind item that suggested Brian Singer and Matthew Morrison from Glee. I won't bore you with the details, but they were connected in this. Hmm. And I, we had just talked about Brian Singer, and there's just there's a lot going on within my head around Brian Singer and allegations, and with the story that Holly brought up, brought to us yesterday. I'm like something smells, and I feel like we're about to learn a lot more about Brian Singer and his bad behavior. Holly, would you just like um,
1: bring us back up to speed sure. on why yesterday. we were
2: talking about Brian Singer yeah. yesterday? Yeah, so on Friday, and who he is actually right.
1: So Brian Singer is a Hollywood director, a very powerful Hollywood director. He's uh, directed some very big movies, uh, Superman Returns, The Usual Suspects. He has a very significant resume. So on Friday evening, I read the story that Brian Singer had gone missing from the set of his movie Bohemian Rhapsody. That is the Queen biopic starring Rami Malek as a, a Freddie Mercury. So he had gone rogue from the set and it was the production had halted. And so then yesterday, news came that Fox fired Brian singer as the director of bohemian rhapsody they weren't really giving any reasons why now the hollywood reporter was reporting that brian singer was not getting along with basically everybody on the set including the star of the movie rami malek some other actors also that the cinematographer had stepped in as the director because brian singer was a no-show so bizarre. On the set of this movie.
2: Which apparently is not the first time that he's been a no-show.
1: Right. So this is kind of a pattern of behavior with Brian Singer. He apparently did the same thing on the set of Superman Return.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: And a couple of other movies. So he is known as being quite erratic in Hollywood, but yet his behavior is enabled. In Hollywood well yeah I was just gonna say like in any other business you don't show up for work for a few days you don't get more important jobs right <laughs> and so to Bradley's point the reason why oh well that's really interesting this time is that we're in this climate of people speaking their truths about sexual assault mm-hmm. Brian hmm singer who has been sued for sexual assault in the past very publicly Oh, okay, Mm. so we're starting to put the pieces together.
2: And if you really want to go deep, he is the one who directed uh, Kevin Spacey and the Usual Suspects. Yes. Um, Like, he, uh, there is just so much kind of stinky stuff going on, and I'm not, like, you know, again, we're not trying to do a witch hunt here. You don't have to take my word for it, or, like, I'm not the only one who smells something, is the point that I would like to make, because there was an article in Mashable right after Kevin Spacey's news broke, Um, You know, essentially implying that I bet somewhere Ryan Singer is sweating profusely Mm -hmm. right now, because what you have to remember is that those allegations have been out there for years, but nobody did anything about them because they were just allowed to sit out there as rumors, Mm -hmm. whereas now people's careers are actually being toppled or more importantly consequences are taking place for action that otherwise should not have been allowed to go unpunished.
1: Right. And those consequences are being to pl- applied to people in positions of power because a actor, Michael Egan, sued Brian Singer about three or four years ago uh, for sexually abusing him as a minor in the late 1990s. Now, that suit was dropped by that actor, Unceremoniously, he voluntarily dismissed that lawsuit hmm. back in 2014. He, hmm. And he settled with Brian Singer for what? no monetary amount.
2: And again, I don't have details. I don't have proof. I don't have anything. But what I do have is I've been sitting in this chair, as we all have, watching these allegations play out. And when he first disappeared, my thought was, what is about to go down? That he is trying to preemptively—he's running away
0: from. Yeah, yeah.
2: So who mm. knows? But something something stank. Well, we
0: will mm-hmm. keep our eye on that. And if you want to keep your eye on all the other goings on in Hollywood, that that uh, blog is uh, crazydaysandnights dot net. Whew. Okay. Well, we have to revisit yesterday's d bag. Oh no. Yes. Somebody's oh, making me happy. Oh, yes. We're going to have to revisit yesterday's D bag. Stay tuned for that after this on Colleen and Bradley on My Talk 107.1. 107.1. Talk One. Everything.
1: This town needs an enema.
2: Entertainment.
0: We are going to revisit yesterday's D-Bag on The Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And here's our D-Bag all over again.
2: Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of
0: the Day. Okay, so yesterday at this very time, you will recall, we named uh, a D bag. It was one of the presenters who will be at the next Goop Summit. Goop being Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle b- brand. Um, we named Dr. Kelly Brogan the D bag. Uh, she's the one who claims that uh, that HIV, that the f- notion that HIV causes AIDS, is a meme. And then she also argues that the majority of AIDS deaths were caused by the toxicity of the drugs that are prescribed to manage the symptoms of the disease, not the disease itself, which I'm sure probably comes to a surprise, comes as a surprise to many people who have been affected by that disease or the millions of people and that died those of that the die. disease before exactly. there were those drugs. Yep. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. So,
2: we got an email, Colleen, mm-hmm. from a listener. Yes, we did. And I, I, you know, I am grateful every time a listener uh, reaches out, but this particular p- particular listener, there's always a big butt, Some Everybody's got a big butt, Simone. Um <clears throat> In this email, I think she was bummed that we uh, took to task this woman who she highly respects and apparently has met and uh had a, you know, has a connection with. She particularly was frustrated that we made fun of uh, the of this particular woman using the term doctor. Mm-hmm. And she pointed out that she is a doctor and a quote from the email: She has a number of board certifications as a practicing psychiatrist that had that had used conventional medicine for over a decade before a rapid and major decline of her own health forced her to reevaluate her own present pharmaceutical norm. So her issue, I really think, was the fact that we were poking fun at this woman who is very qualified. And I will say that indeed, this Kelly Bro- Brogan is she has credentials. Yeah. She is an MD. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a psychiatrist. OK, mm-hmm. she got it. She earned all those letters. But then so her credentials aside, then she said some things. And it's those things that we really were having issues with, not her credentials, because, you know, if you f- go through medical school, you can be a doctor. That doesn't mean you're not capable of also just saying things that are patently absurd. Mm-hmm. So to that end. I would like to read for you something that uh, Dr. Kelly Brogan posted most recently following a, a mass shooting that occurred, oh. which is a common, unfortunately, a common fact of our life now. Mm-hmm. Right. It's true. Quote, individuals perpetrating unspeakable acts of violence is not an, a new phenomenon. What's new, rather, are the altered states of consciousness induced by antidepressants and other psychotropic drugs well-documented to promote homicidal and suicidal behavior in susceptible individuals. That's a lot of talk for something Mm -hmm. that sounds to me, Colleen, and I don't have credentials, like people who take antidepressants can kill a bunch of people.
0: Yeah, that's what it sounded like to me. And as I'm sort of mentally reviewing (laughs) um, the mass shootings that we know of, I am only aware, and this is my rudimentary uh scanning through my brain, mm-hmm. I only recall two maybe where the where uh, any psychotropic drugs that they were on were brought into question.
2: Oh wow, you're actually bringing real science into no this that's
0: but that's uh, But uh, yeah, but then if I if I finish that, then I would say there's a whole handful more unfortunately, of these types of uh, crimes that have been committed where we don't know, what they what was in their medicine cabinet uh also i would add let's talk about the hundreds of thousands of people who are on those types of drugs so that they don't commit acts of violence or act on the feelings and thoughts that their brain has Because they have an illness. So what
2: you've done is use like reason and logic. And again, Mm -hmm. you're not an an actual doctor, so Mm -mm. I don't really have to believe you. But I do actually think that what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Our point is, and this is why, you know, again, I'm really grateful to the listener who, who brought this to our attention because... If we led you to believe that we think smart uh, people can't say dumb things, that's absolutely not true. But at the end of the day, whether you know we're doctors or not, we're always going to say, like, science. Like, if science proves something, great, then let's talk. But if you're just sharing your fabulous theories, using your credentials, by the way, to make it sound like you are far more capable of having those thoughts and opinions, because mm-hmm. that's what those are. Mm-hmm. They're not based on actual science. Um, then to me, you're actually doing a harm to people in a way that we are not because Mm -hmm. we're boobs and we know we're boobs. Right. So when we tell you something, you know full well not to listen to it without first consulting science. So can I give you one more thing? Yeah, yeah, please. I wish you would. So, again, this is a a woman who's a doctor Mm -hmm. and a psychiatrist.
0: And she's using that platform to put forth the following information. (laughs)
2: When speaking about cancer...
0: Oh, good. Okay, so a of, doctor talking about cancer. Okay.
2: I think this was generally cancer, HIV-like disease, right?
0: Okay. All right. Perhaps, All in the same bucket.
2: Perhaps you've heard of the placebo effect, a.k.a. being tricked into feeling better by a sugar pill. There is also a nocebo effect, which is the opposite, and it loosely translates to being harmed by expectations. But there is, no, there is typically no sugar pill involved, just the power of belief. Now, she goes on to basically imply that we are all suffering with disease because of the power of belief. So your cancer could be from the power of your belief system. So that's a doctor with an M.D. on her name who went to probably a very expensive medical school, telling you that you can think your cancer away.
0: And by that rationale, (laughs) by the way, sit with this for a hot second. No, but listen to this. No, but I, because I want to say this because I think it's important that if she says you can think your cancer away, then she probably also believes that you can think your cancer too.
2: Oh, yeah. No, that's exactly what yes. she's saying is that the so, it's the power of belief in this nocebo effect that makes a lot of people sick.
0: So sit there and think about that. No. A doctor,
2: mm-hmm.
0: a doctor mm-hmm. telling you mm-hmm. that your brain gave you a disease.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Are we good with that?
2: No. Are we cool with that? And again, actually, I would be cool with it, Colleen, if you showed me science that proved that mm-hmm. there is no such thing. I'm not a scientist, but I guarantee you because i feel like we would have talked about that in our science segment mm-hmm. like if hey, it would actually been news, science. you can think yourself to cancer
0: and out of it you know yeah. by all means i that my mind so is like my brain hurts from I that i hope
2: you guys understand I the nuance I'm of the conversation thinking
0: myself an illness
2: right now i mean i feel like you kind of are and again it's not as here's what people do people because people will come back and say people will come back to us and say But there is power in the, you know, or there is something to the power of positive thinking. I agree. There is something to meditation, for example. For sure. Yeah. Guess how we know that?
0: Science.
2: Science. (laughs) So if you come at us with science, Mm -hmm. we're good. And, and and it doesn't mean that it's the be all and end all it just means that there's proof of whatever you're claiming mm-hmm. otherwise it's just it's the same thing you and I do on a daily basis when we talk about whether Brian Singer is you know sexually assaulting people it's mm-hmm. conjecture it's based on you know hearsay mm-hmm. and circumstantial evidence mm-hmm. and you can take it and decide what you want we're mm-hmm. not going to tell you what you should or shouldn't do with that information we're just all kind of you know
0: so, basically, what we've just done is doubled down yeah. on I know we're the, get another Goop, email. the Goop Summit speaker, Dr. Kelly Brogan. Oh, there people are calling. Good. I'm just, is it, though? I'm not sure.
2: I don't know. <laughs> hey, look. In this day and age, we'll take them all.
0: We are going to, uh, speaking of science, we are actually going to drop some legit for realsies science on you. And that you can take to your doctor Okay. after this <laughs> <Are> <laughs> on the we? Colleen and Bradley show on my talk one Oh seven one previously on Jason and Alexis.
2: I saw Titanic, but I saw it in Dolby vision. Mm it's a whole different experience seeing it on the big screen. <laughs>
0: Probably a very different experience than my VHS experience. Oh. Lex is like, <laughs> is that Titanic. a ship or is that
2: a dinosaur? I can't tell what the quality of this VHS is. Is that VH a box of steel tape. cut
1: oats or is that the Titanic?
2: Exactly. Iceberg, what? There's an iceberg in Titanic? <laughs> is that Kate what that Winslet was? or Minnie Pearl? I can't tell if that's has. This VHS copy is so scratchy and grainy, girl. Leonardo De Capriels in this movie? What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning. With producer Don. On My Talk 107.1. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. On My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Science! We have that here on the Colleen and Bradley show True. on MyTalk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk107.1.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Dr. Bradley Trainer, And every day, we like to impart some actual science studies upon you so that you can go forth into your day and believe the things that we
2: have told you to believe. Yeah, this isn't junk science. This is legit. We found it on Google Science, so don't come at us unless, unless you've <laughs> Got something that's actually smart enough to defy what we said. Anyway, um, <laughs> we now know, Colleen, yes. who our oldest living ancestors are.
0: Oh, really? Really? You don't say. Why? Because
2: of- it's not Jerry Lewis, because he's not alive. Oh, rest in peace. He's dead. Okay. So there's apparently been a battle in the world to determine whether or not sponges. Or comb jellies are our oldest living relatives. Okay. Now, okay. I know you thought I was going to say like the you know yes. monkey. Yeah. Or the chimpanzee. Yes, I was hoping. Or the, uh, you know, lemur. No. In fact, the debate about our old, and that is all of life's oldest living ancestor. That means all life on planet Earth came from has one ancestor. You want to know who it is? It's
0: either the sponge or the comb jello jelly. Jelly, jelly comb jello jelly is comb? not
2: a living thing. Comb jelly. Who is our oldest living relative? I
0: want to say the sponge.
2: It's Carol Channing.
0: Is it really?
2: No, she's still alive.
0: Science.
2: Sponge <laughs> or comb jelly? The answer is wait for a drum roll, please. Humble sponge. The humble sponge rather than the anatomically complex comb jelly. Represents the oldest lineage of living animals on planet Earth.
0: What even is a comb jelly, and where do I find it? Well,
2: I googled it, and it basically just looks like a jelly with a comb. Seriously? No, okay. actually not. but oh, it does but look doesn't like, matter, because we're not from sexual, it. It looks vaguely sexual, actually. It looks oh. like something that, you know. Yes,
0: that is found inside the human body.
2: Or outside, for that matter. Mm-hmm, true. Uh, the stenophora, that is the um, phylum of invertebrate animals that live in marine waters worldwide, commonly known as comb jellies. Mm -hmm. But comb jellies, they're so passe, because today, it's all about the humble sponge. Mm. They were able to do some, like, genome study, blah, 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 science, to determine this fact.
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating.
0: All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6'1", since that matters, and, what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
2: But um, I find this to be incredible. We all uh, essentially came from sponges. So thank you, humble sponge.
0: And not the kind that we, you know.
2: Not the loofah. Right. Not the falafel. Not the falafel. That one uh, creeper, Bill O'Reilly, wanted to rub up and down that Gross. lady's back in the shower.
0: Gross. Is there a conceited sponge at all? Do you know? Because what? I do think some of,
2: okay, Hollywood named, came from
0: the conceited
2: sponge. It's not the name isn't humble sponge. I'm just saying the sponge is humble.
1: Oh, I thought that that was the. <laughs> So did I, Colleen. Don't worry about it. The humble sponge. You're all like. I I learned that
2: the oldest living creature is the humble sponge, and scientists would look at you and say, "Mm, "I don't know where you got that, but (laughs) it's just a plain old sponge." I'm saying it is, but a humble sponge as compared to the anatomically complex Mm. comb jelly. Got
0: it. Yeah. Okay.
2: Because apparently, in the world of uh, anatomy, anatomicals. Okay. Uh, the sponge is pretty basic.
0: Science yeah, and humble. <sighs> okay, how about this? Uh, we ha- now have at our disposal the happiest Christmas song in the world. Oh, no. <gasps> yes. What is it? Well, you have a question first, oh, right? Wait. Why? Because.
1: Science. Science. I
0: love this. Okay, so there's a guy. His name is Dr. Joe Bennett, and he is a musicologist. Is
2: he related to Tony?
0: Maybe. At the Boston Conservatory.
2: The and he
0: has studied 200 different Christmas songs. Okay. 200 different Christmas songs, all with one goal, to find out what makes the happiest Christmas song. He has studied tempo he has studied uh he had he has studied the lyrics and what he learned from his study is lyrics that talk about santa snow home peace and love along with sleigh bells in the chorus all of those things are important in creating a happy christmas environment of song
2: can i guess i don't know what i honestly don't know what it is okay but okay, continue. oh, I was going to say
0: one a couple other things that you need to know that the song needs to be in a major key, specifically C major. Uh and it has to have an average tempo of 115 beats per minute. And also it needs to be in 4/4 four, four time. 4/4 four, four time means it has to be four counts per measure, okay? And the quarter note gets one beat. Thank you. Actually, Bradley, I know you want to think that it is a song that we listen to every Christmas. It's that we all—it's not. This is a song he wrote to be the happiest Christmas song oh, in the that's world. That's the
2: dumbest thing I ever heard. Well, don't—I would not knock a, it until you what rock a tease. it. Do you want to rock what a it? Faulty tease. I want money back on that one. You
0: might not. The song is called "Love's Not Just for Christmas," and it employs his Did formula. Did Lawrence sing it? No. It employs his formula to create the happiest Christmas song in the world. Ready? Here we go. See, it's in a major key. So I'm already happy. And it's in four, four time. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three,
1: four. See? I feel just stuck into the very
2: top. Put your coffee in a Christmas cup and the children sing as the church bells ring everywhere.
1: So far, so good?
2: I mean, I'm not. Everyone's just like it. A little Christmas simple for what it's worth And the whole world smiles There's only love in the end Here we go
1: fall faster, This is the bridge
2: Christmas
0: and scented. Christmas Are we feeling happy yet?
2: Ready? I mean all he's doing is like Dropping like Christmas words together
0: the happiest one in the whole
2: wide world. I, see, I thought it was going to be an actual Christmas song.
0: So you're disappointed,
2: Holly? Do you have that Christmas song?
1: I have
0: that.
2: Do you think? You, tell me if you like this better or worse than the one you just heard. Was this like a? Timper, those oh, there we go. Bells, jingling, ring, ting, tingling,
0: horses, 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 on, it's lovely what? weather for a right together. From a movie
2: with you. outside, the snow is falling, and friends are calling Yoo-hoo! you. Come on, it's lovely, lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Kitty up,
0: kitty up, kitty up, let's go. Okay, that's enough let's for that, right? Show. I mean, it's okay.
2: Oh, please. But You're it's... trying to tell me that you liked that other song better than Johnny Mathis.
0: No, but I like this song better than all of the songs. Oh, God. You like this song? There is
2: just one thing An adult, probably on pills, woman who can't oh, even sing without a backup dream. track? I don't I,
1: you feel the feelings. Eyes.
2: Take me back to Johnny Mathis, please. Negative. Do it.
1: I will tell you. Thank Holly. you. Thank you, by the way. No, oh, I'm there. not going to take you over to Johnny Mathis because we're going to Andy Williamstown. Oh, oh you've sh- just got to represent. has been singing
2: this song for days. <laughs> Bing bong. It's a the most, most wonderful, wonderful time of the year. Okay. With the kids jingle belling and everyone smelling what I have Came out my rear. It's the most wonderful
0: time of no? year. It's Um, in case you're wondering, the top ten most popular Christmas songs
2: queers, what
0: are? <laughs> I'll go from ten. We
2: should really do a Christmas uh, song moment.
0: I'm gonna count backwards from ten, and I'm gonna tell you a couple things. Oh, okay. Holly's and my songs asleep? are ten. on the list. Nine. Listen, Holly's Nine. and my songs are on the list. Yours, Bradley, is not.
2: I don't care. I'm just telling you.
0: This is the top ten most popular Christmas songs. According to whom? The world.
2: No, according to who? People. According to who?
0: Smart, sciency people. Where do they work? In the world. Number ten: Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Number nine: Step into Christmas, Elton John. Eight: I wish it could be Christmas every day. Seven: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Six: Do they know it's Christmas? What's number one? Five: It's most okay. Five is the most wonderful time of the year. And number one: All I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. Thanks. Bye.
2: No, that's dumb.
0: Okay, whatever. We'll be back after this. Uh, oh, I've got a question is. for you. What is the absolutely mind numbingly ridiculous thing that your kids watch on YouTube? We want to take your calls on My You're Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything.
2: Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley.
0: Entertainment.